The night sky is clear and moonrise over Eden is a beautiful sight. She turns her beautiful face on the world below and everything is lit in her silvery radiance. Aboard the orbital, locals gather on the observation deck. Lovers hold hands, poets sigh and begin their musings. And astronomers gasp while others just gape in silent wonder. Amidst all of the admiration, a single voice says, Hang on, that's no moon. Eden doesn't have a moon. Don't be daft, snow moons in Bento, you big doorbender. Pipes up one feckless yokel. No! Says the first yokel. That is not a moon. It's about this time panicked screams start. Someone runs past with armfuls of toilet rolls, and we know that panic is real. Locals start running around like headless chickens, but really disorganised, chaotic headless chickens who could still yell, we're all going to die at the top of their lungs. Some drink all they can get their hands on from the bar, others start looting McThargoids, and an orderly queue forms at Wonders. And one cubicle three attendant finally throws caution to the wind and has to go at, has a go at singing Delilah on karaoke you like. In the control room, things are a bit calmer. Snoz is on the vid phone to the commander of the Alvin station. As it turns out, the inhabitants of Bakshi Manufacturing Complex were a bit jealous of the neighbours in Seoul who had their own moon and wouldn't let anyone land on it. So they built an inflatable one of their own to light the, the sky up above 2045 PC2. All was well until someone decided to drop a prospector limpet onto it for a laugh. The drill pierced the skin of the moon that's been flying around Alpha Centauri, making fart noises in the vacuum of space ever since. He gives the thumbs up to Colin Allcars in Studio 5. The emergency broadcast system sputters to life and a voice says... Please remain calm. Our mics are live. Oh, just a little misunderstanding. I'm Colin Allcars and I'd like everyone to stay calm. Nothing to see here. I'm Wilma Fingerdoo and I'm glad I realised what was going on before I cashed in my golden ticket at Wonders. I'm Quanker and I just drank a whole bottle of Centauri Megagin for medicinal and embalming purposes. I'm Norma Snockers and I think it would be lovely to go to a balloon moon. Think of the nice soft landing you'd get. And I'm Lou Snockers and I'm not panicking. Right, let's get those headlines done. That'll chill everyone out. Aegis and Tanner throw Maelstrom a spanner. The do's and do nots of Alvin. Too hot, too messy, week 38 update. Aegis 56 is back and wow does he have news. And I'm sighing with relief and squeaky bum time avoidance.
Sarg the Mighty quite firmly on the run, or, or at least standing still quite hard, as a result of Haxwing and allied pilot activity, attention has turned to Commander Aiden Tanner and friends over at Aegis, who've been tolling, tinkering and testing all manner of technology in the hopes of turning the table on Tharg and starting to push the Green Mini back. At the heart of this activity, and supported by Commander Alec Turner, who inexplicably took a sabbatical from racing around things, off things, over things, into things, and drawing rude things into the dirt on landable planets, has been investigation into the apparent local source of Thargoid activity, namely the Maelstroms. With the sheer number of Thargoid vessels spewing forth in the vicinity of each maelstrom, there has been speculation as to whether each one is a gigafactory of green goo spouting minis, or a portal to Thargoid HQ, often suggested as being in the Coal 70 sector. Whatever the case, it's quite clear that in order to stem the advance, we need to be getting to the heart of these things, and either A, pulling the plug and letting it all drain into witch space, or B, putting the plug in to stop whatever is round the bend climbing out and making us scream in a most untruckery fashion, or C, fitting a complicated series of siphons to prevent the level going over the overflow outlet and instead drain into somewhere unimportant, like Alliance Space or Colonia. In order to do this, there's one remaining challenge. Unless maelstroms are like onions and designed in layers, and of course, to make you cry, anyone who gets too close is subjected to a mega energy backswing and a hit causing them to be sent into the full home run, bounding, boundary leaping, green in one, flying leap, that is in sporting competitions would win awards. But in the elite universe ends in rebuys and a sore ass. So, Tanner and team have been tinkering with the Thargoid Shutdown Neutralizer and working out how to turn the dial up to 11. They've tried turning the dial itself, uh, but it snapped and fell off. They've tried adding a power amplifier, uh, but, but it caused so much feedback that their underpants melted. They've tried a giant space ear trumpet attached to the front of one of their test vessels, and it appears to have worked briefly but a passing police ship identified it as a Vuvuzela and as such banned throughout the galaxy for being flaming annoying. They tried mega materials and micro materials. They've tried tuning it for the base and the treble and even passing it through the kind of flange that people describe as just plain dirty. After all of that, they think they've cracked it. They've wired it up to some rather large batteries and in forthcoming days are preparing to bounce the mega Thargoid honk back in the opposite direction, opening a window to the heart of the maelstrom and being able to take the first metaphorical steps into the lion's den. Of course, at which point Tharg's going to shout, Go off my lawn! and set his or her, or, or their dogs, on everyone. But at least we'll get some cool pictures. Houghton officials have to send an urgent station-wide reminder this evening after a number of commanders skipped their arrival safety briefing, briefing and went from attempted belly rubs with our Lord and Master Alvin to I can't believe his security team mistook my fingers for sausages. 
So, for our listener, here are a few important pieces of information. Hutton Orbital's fearless leader is indeed four-legged and benefiting from a fluffy belly and a wet nose. Etiquette demands that one does not approach Alvin, that's his name in case you weren't sure, without first approaching his assistant's nose, being patted down for any incriminating dog treats and given permission to address his fluffiness. Treats One may not offer Alvin treats without first handing a sample to his approved treat taster general. After a few minutes, if the treat taster hasn't dropped down dead, you might be offered the opportunity to offer one to Alvin. Please be aware that any loss of fingers at this point is not the responsibility of Hutton Orbital, and such offerings are deemed to be entirely at your own behest. Especially if your fingers actually look like sausages. Not by watching. Alvin is at all times monitored by a detachment of enormous bog spaniels. Yes, their legs are very small and their bellies very low to the ground, but as security patrols go, they have a lot of things in their favour, mainly momentum and pointy bits at one end, plus of course, looking about as dangerous as a platypus in a baby girl. We do not recommend that any visitors to the orbital attempt to tangle with the security teams, but instead either A, make your way to the bar and enjoy a glass or two of Centauri Mega Gin, B, just admit yourself to the infirmary in advance and Nurse Wyeth will give you a there there without the need for teeth marks. After 38 weeks or 9 months, Too Hot, Too Messy, the Hutton-led initiative to deliver a Hutton mug and Centauri Megagin to all the stations in the galaxy has reached over 70,000 deliveries. 70,003, I just checked. Anyway, again, last week was down significantly on previous weeks, in fact with only 968 deliveries. This is the third lowest week ever, and the four-week average has fallen to below 1,200 deliveries. No new commanders have joined the effort this week, leaving 286 commanders signed up representing 94 squadrons. Hutton still has the largest contingent with 78 commanders who have delivered 34,000 mugs, but this is just less than half the total. So thanks to all the other squadrons taking part and delivering a bit more than the other half. The Buckyball Racing Club is still in second place with over 4,200. The Winged Azars are in third with almost 2,900. The Paladins are in fourth with 1,800. The Burpit are fifth with 1,400. The Undead are in sixth. The Anti-Xeno Initiative are seventh. 70-odd mugs ahead of the Soteria Cord in eighth. <coughs> He who shall not be named is still leading the deliveries table with over 9,200 mugs delivered. Some say he's back from his week off and has restocked his fleet carrier. Waller 81 is second with over 8,300 deliveries, ahead of Nem in third with over 5,100, and Shay Blackwood is romping up in fourth place with over 4,100, ahead of Infinite Dreamer in fifth on 2,500. Commander N. Gray of the Paladin Consortium became the 12th member of the 1,000 Club this week with a perfect 
one-to-one mug-to-gin record. Of course, we know all this because it's tracked live in the Too Hot, Too Messy event page in the Hutton Helper. In addition to trying to impress the station barman with your mugging prowess, there is a chance to win a real-world handle at a jaunty angle, dishwasher unsafe hot mug. Any commander that delivers 10 mugs and gin in the weekly Thursday-to-Thursday period will be entered into next week's draw to win a real hot mug, unless, of course, you already have one. 36 lucky commanders have accomplished this so far and you can see a little gold mug next to their names in the top commander's table. Last week's winner, after a steward's enquiry, was Dog's Body D. Apparently, Commander Warren Beatty opened the wrong brown envelope claiming that Commander Lala Land had won the mug, but the error was corrected, which may have involved a visit to the airlock. Keep listening for this week's winner to be announced in the banter bit after the news. If you had delivered 10 mugs and gin in every week since the start nine months ago, you'd have racked up at least 380 deliveries, and only 32 of you, or just one in nine of signed-up commanders, have managed this. If you haven't, why not give it a try and share the burden? In order to join in the fun, you'll need to sign up by downloading the Hutton Helper from hot.forthemug.com forward slash download, and then you can sign up and your mug and gin deliveries will be automatically registered for you by Antares's artificially intelligent Nexus 8 replicant hamsters, which come with a limited lifespan, but real lab-grown fur. Good evening, truckers. It is 5060 reporting in with the latest updates on the Thargoid War. We're holding back the Thargoids and news of a new technology to stop the massive pulse wave inside the maelstroms has been released, perhaps giving us a way to finally stop these invasions once and for all. Humanity cleared 28 systems last week and have only four active invasions to repel this week. We're doing amazing work containing the maelstroms and in several systems we've even regained control. It's a hard fight but we're finally starting to show signs that we will win. Haxwing has valiantly fought alongside our allies in the Mode Alliance, saving Haiti Sector ZZ Dash O B six dash one HIP two one nine nine one and HR one eight one two. Congratulations to our brave pilots who have saved the lives of so many. Your orders for this week, Hackswing, will be to defend Ariatus Sector DQ dash Y C eighteen near the Indra Maelstrom. Evac and combat pilots are needed, as well as biopsy specialists and supply runners. We've got Tharg on the ropes, truckers. Let's keep up on the pressure and send them back to the dark depths of space. See you on the front lines. Follow Mog. A quiet week after the turmoil of last week, where we managed to avoid losing the system by the thinnest of margins. Four systems find themselves on the naughty step this week. More on those stories coming up. Stein 2051 is the surprise newcomer at the bottom of the pile system this week, falling 10 points in a week from the mid 40s to 34 for no obvious reason. There's no immediate threat, so give the system some love 
and raise it back to the 40s where it's most comfortable. The next newcomer in the basement is Hill Passy, which has seen an even bigger decline from the 60s over the last three weeks, again without obvious cause, leaving it on 36%. Joining it on 36 is You Know Where, which is apparently cause for a public holiday, investment, civil liberty and dogs and cats to live happily together. Imagine what they'd do if they ever get into the 40s. A war for second place is tying up half of the influence, so give it a day or two before trying to boost Barnard's star. Last of the problem system is Alvin's newest plaything, 36-0 Future, on 38%. A war is tying up a quarter of system influence, so give it a few days before making that second longest of super cruises. Last week's crisis was quickly swept under the carpet on Friday when Hutton won the last day in the war against Blue High Rocks Corporation, leaving everyone in the bar so drunk they forgot how we got into that situation in the first place. In Minge Cut, Hutton are within a day of snatching second place, before weeks of fanning around, trimming down the gap and carving another notch on Alvin's cap. It's just a shame it isn't controlled by the Brazilian League of Pilots. At the overachieving end of the Hutton Systems table, we have three systems on or above 60%. We expanded into the Wolf 629 system from Wise 08550714 last week, which caused Alvin to give Snuggles a disdainful look, a long yawn, and then go back to savage his latest chew toy. I think we all understand that message. Priorities this week are, if you want to truck something, be like Van Tayen and boost a sign. Stein 2051. Oh, and Passi. Seamless. Pretty much, was it? It sounded good. Sounded good. Sounded good. It's been so long I don't recognise scenes anymore. (laughs) Some voices. Some voices we haven't heard for a while. Yes. And our extra special button pusher for tonight, the effervescent overlight. Press the right button. Sorry, I'm slightly distracted while I'm landing my ship, but never mind. Carry on. Do carry on. So... I think the buttons went all right. I think they did. They did. Did. Yeah. Um, have you ever considered taking this up full time instead of those other two uh, that normally frequent these parts? Yeah. <laughs> I think the, uh, the trick is have just the right amount of beer before you start. Yeah, I, I've, I've heard on the grapevine that they're both over Germany tonight. Um, do they do something I don't? <clears throat> David's back here now. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, he's returned from a successful op. Yeah. But not back in time, yeah. Yes. And the other one's in uh, in Hamburg. We know what happens in Hamburg stays in Hamburg. <laughs> I, I feared for a second that was a euphemism. <laughs> so did anyone see the live stream? Nope. Did you? No. No, I never see the live stream. No, I know. It's just as well you didn't see it today because it wasn't one. The one time I attempted <coughs> to see the live stream, they didn't put one off. <laughs> I and thought, you, it's I thought you were going to say after the one time, I thought you were going to say at Bandcamp. 
But anyway, there we go. <coughs> and now it's every four weeks instead of two weeks. So now there isn't one next week either, is there? No. <clears throat> well, there is. There kind of next is. Next one's on the 18th. Yes. Well, well, Frontier are live next week. In fact, they're, they're so live, they're in the flesh at the uh, Science Museum next oh, Thursday. <clears throat> too far for me. Yeah. Uh, I've, well. I've conned Tiny into taking me down, but she doesn't know that, that Frontier will be there. <laughs> yeah. Very nice. Mm, I'm going to, yeah. sadly, a week too late. Boom. Yes. So May, May the 4th is not with you. No. Right. Yeah. If it'd been in Manchester, wouldn't it have been all right? <laughs> May, maybe, maybe next time they'll visit the provinces. Is that what it is? May the 4th? Yes. May the 4th. Mm. Have you just I'm got the joke? No. No. <laughs> Star Wars Day. Yes, I might actually be in the vicinity, but uh, might be uh, might be busy. But uh, you never know. You never know. Stranger things have happened. Well, if you tell me what kind of thing you're in the vicinity for, I'll make sure it happens so you have to attend. He can't tell you that. He could tell you, though. He'd have to shoot you. Yes. Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> May the 4th. What? Nothing going on in London that, that week, is there at all? Oh, oh, the thing. Yes, the thing. The thing? The hat, the, the special hat thing. There's a special hat thing? Yeah. Is it, sat, when is it, Saturday, Sunday, I don't know. Well, it all gets very crowded and people wave lots of flags and... I like hats. <clears throat> the world's longest job interview finally comes to an end. <laughs> yes. No? No. Yes, it's, 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 yes. it's the... the... It's the the coronation quiche yes. thing. Yeah, that's oh, the weekend right. after. Yes. Okay. Yes. I I don't follow that. Finally, Westminster Abbey gets to gets to do what it was built to do. What was it built to do? Crown kings <laughs> or queens <laughs> or queens or queens. So it's a bit dusty. Well, it, it's, it's designed for many things. It's like designed to house their corpses as well. But uh, really, so, so suddenly it's, it's got more interesting. <laughs> <coughs> that's that's not very frequent, though, is it? It's, it's and it's not very. I don't know. people don't die that regularly, or an individual doesn't die that regularly. Well, I'm trying. To, <laughs> I think we we probably have to go back two centuries before we get to the. I don't know. And Vulcarius will tell us in the chat. He's he's well up on. On things like this, um, but Victoria's not buried there. I don't know if William the Fourth was. Where well, is Victoria buried? I thought she was. He buried at Osborne House. I can't remember. <clears throat> it was. Uh, it was in my youth when uh, when she was buried. Because all the uh, all the Windsors are out at uh, well Windsor. Anyway, how do we get onto that? <laughs> do we have any space news? Well. Yes, there, <clears throat> there was there was a moon landing. It's more of a it wasn't. Well, it did land technically. Well, yes, it, it was in one <laughs> piece momentarily. I'm sure before it became more pieces. Did anyone die? <clears throat> um, uh, probably somebody's pride <laughs> um, and joy. Um, yes, the Japanese uh, smashed a, um, a vehicle into the moon um, during the week. <clears throat> so 
So that means only the, the Yanks, the Russians and the Chinese have successfully landed on the moon so far. So I know, why were they sending... Controversial. Um, what was it? Some a, quarters. A probe or a shuttle? <clears throat> well, it was a lander, but it was a private enterprise. Oh, I don't mean... Was anyone yeah. on it? No, no, no. It, so it, it, was kind of, it was actually pretty small, I think. It was only like a third of a ton. So why were they sending one to well, the moon? Science! Because it's yeah, but there. Yeah, they've been there. There's nothing there. Well, there is. There's lots there. Well, there's just rock. What do you mean there's nothing there? There's not a McDonald's <laughs> there. Yeah, okay. Rock and dust. <clears throat> there aren't, you know, there's no pampas grass. Yeah, okay. Mm. But stuff there, lots of stuff there. I mean, it's, it's 5,000 kilometres wide. It's enormous. There's loads of stuff there. Yeah, but they know what's there. Well, do we? Well, yeah, we do. We've, we've been there. We've done the tests. We did all the science. Oh, oh, so that's it. oh so you've just... never done all. Oh, you've never done all the science. <laughs> just leave and it. We now. haven't <laughs> found. We haven't found the climbers yet. Nope. That's I true. think that's a different moon. That's much or, or smaller, isn't it? All the cheese. It's very dusty. Apparently, it's very dusty. Yeah, I know. It's, it's dusty in here as well. And my loft. <laughs> Still choking on it. Why well, you shouldn't mess about with beach rust? <clears throat> no, this was the loft. <laughs> shouldn't go think... crawling around in the loft. Well, I had to. <laughs> I think what was rather wonderful, wonderful about this mission, though, was the, um, the probe. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful, was the little probe that was made by Hasbro. Mm. Which I just think was awesome, and it's, it's it, so. It was hilarious, wasn't it? It was. There's, so there's a publicity stunt if ever there was. Did you? Yeah. It is sounding sounding more and more like they just sent a kids' radio-controlled car up there and hope hope they could drive it around when it got there. So did you see the little video of the thing trundling around in sort of fake yeah. moon sand? But it was interesting. Was, uh, it had off. Did you see it had offset wheels? Which is yes. uh, getting into the minutiae of the detail now. But it had the, 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 an offset axle on the wheels, didn't it? And it was, um, yeah. I guess, to make it better able to grip onto the slippy moon dust. But yeah, it was fascinating. Um, just, just for the uh, the sake of our listener, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna drop a link into the. Um, oh yeah, we're all we're all doing clangers, man, in the chat now. There's Soup Dragon, yes. There's a little link there, and if you scroll down to the bottom of that link, there's a little film of this, this tiny, uh, this mini moon robot um, trundling across, not the surface of the moon, obviously, although as you get the moon hoaxes all upset, but uh, it looks to me it just wants to dig a hole and hide. <clears throat> It does look like a crab, a newborn crab emerging or something. Yeah, it does. Or a newborn turtle trying to get yeah, to the sea right. before, yeah, the, before the seagulls well, the or the tourists get it. Well, the turtle made it to the water. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> well, speaking of digging holes in space news, what else has been digging a hole in space news this week? Um... I don't know. Are you going to tell us? Well, it looks like I'm going to bloody have to, aren't I? It's, uh... <laughs> so, uh, Elon's big BFG, oh, the BFR. Elon. <clears throat> um, I'll tell you, if you want to dig a hole quickly, get yourself one of his rockets. Um, <laughs> because <laughs> that was a hell of a... <laughs> it might not be if a very you... neat hole. If you renamed it as a drill, <laughs> <laughs> um, was it Monday? Was it Monday? It seems such a long time ago. I've lost track of time. Um, I think it was Monday. Um, it it kind of took off, and then uh, so it was a partial success. You know, I'm sure they garnered 
bucket loads of data. Um, but he dug a massive great hole in Texas, um, stripping <laughs> concrete from its uh, from its launch pad and hurling bits of earth and concrete and all kinds of stuff around the. Um, <clears throat> Well, it is, it is just the thing I can't get over. It is insanely big. It's yes. just massive. And yep. you think of the, the, the forces involved. It's a wonder it got as far as it did. Oh, it's gravity, isn't it? That's the well, force yeah. involved. Yeah, well, yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> but it, well, it was incredible to watch. I mean, gravity's not that strong. I mean, look, here I am picking up this wine glass and there's a whole planet pulling on it and I just can't resist me picking up this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, does, what does the X stand for in SpaceX? <clears throat> well, it's take better, a it? stab. It's better dark. than Space J, isn't it? Or it's... Space P. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know the space. answer. Is it exploration? That would be an E, wouldn't it? <laughs> No, spacey. 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 W is difficult spacey to say. Is how you feel after doing a Hutton orbital broadcast. <clears throat> this is true, <laughs> especially if Jim's involved. Yes. Um. So it 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 kind of took off and sort of it didn't look too bad, and uh, kind of the <clears throat> we could actually see from the. Uh, from the video footage, and they gave us a nice little graphic, which didn't always match which engines were working and which ones weren't, but pretty much most of the time. This thing had the 33 of these uh, these Raptor engines. <clears throat> and interestingly enough, it runs on um, methane. So it's a, it's a, methane is the the main fuel with, a obviously, a liquid oxygen oxidizer. Well, that's obviously what we're from. Well, because it's... Fuel no, on cow farts. The, the cows were moving around inside, non balancing in the rocket. Moving around. <laughs> yes. Seems legit. He <laughs> could have. Because uh, <laughs> um, Apollo, of course, was um, first stage was was kerosene and liquid oxygen. I'm just <clears throat> don't know. My my chemistry isn't up to it. So uh, anyway, Vulcarius will tell us later. I love setting him challenges. He always comes back on them. Yeah. <laughs> Green room weeks. No, he'd be, he'd be bashing Wikipedia now. Just, you just watch. <laughs> um, and it went up and it was supposed to separate into two stages and it kind of did the... We had this last week, didn't we? You know, the big long balloon that you send up in the air at parties and it doubles goz all over everybody. It kind of did that around the skies over Texas and then, uh, then it didn't <laughs> separate into two bits. It it kind of somebody pushed a button or it, it thought it wasn't having a good day, so it kind of separated into a bazillion bits. And uh, and that was that. It was fun. It was, <laughs> I'm sure they learnt a lot. Um, but interestingly, when we used to do this, I say we, me and the boys, used to do this 60 years ago, um, they didn't blow up. In the main, none of the Apollos blew up. Not well, bits of one did, technically, <laughs> <clears throat> but not on takeoff. Very reliable. We need to go back to the simple concept of point it at the moon and go very fast. Well, you can't point it at the moon. Well, because you, 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 you wouldn't I mean, get there. Yes, I, I, you ever shot a duck in flight? Well, if Actually, if you point it at the moon <clears throat> and you know it's going to take you exactly one rotation of the moon, 
to get there. Oh, you could do it then. Yeah, that would be... Yeah, well, life's never that simple, is it? I've just revolutionised my If you look at the moon through a microscope, you can see it move across the sky. You constantly have to adjust the microscope in order to get a decent view. Not a microscope, a telescope. Are we talking about the same kind of moon here? My bad. You can look at my moon through a microscope. <laughs> 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 anyway, oh, so, it, so it was it was quite a week for space news, which is just as well because there was no live stream. <laughs> there's a there's a marvelous app. I downloaded it the other day. Um, where is it? What's it called? This is for everybody. No, it's not Zap Map. Oh, I can't. Oh, here it is. It's, it's very simple. Well, it's not working now. It's called Next Space Flight. Okay. Mm. I, I can so all one word. a guess as to what that does. Exactly. It does what it says on the tin. So it's a marvellous um, uh, Starship Super Heavy, April 20th. Oh, we've done that. What are talking about? Well, it's not connected to the internet, that's why. Oh, updating, spinning ring of death, come on. Internet in West Britain. Right, okay, so Viasat 3 and others are launching on a Falcon Heavy tomorrow. Oh, and an O3BM Power 3 and 4 SpaceX flight from the Florida going tomorrow as well. It's just so exciting. Falcon Heavy. <clears throat> yes. Yes. That's, that sounds like a ship that could genuinely be in Elite Dangerous. Falcon it does. Heavy, yes. So that's going from uh, Kennedy Space Center tomorrow. And that's uh, 12.29 a.m. That's DMT plus one. And then going from, oh, Cape Canaveral. 10.12 um, p.m. So you've got two going up in a day. Just... Anyway, I, I scroll through that at my leisure when I want to see what's coming up in the world of chucking things at space. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about, <coughs> so, I'm sure there was a Falcon. I'm sure you're right. I'm sure there was a Falcon in Frontier Elite 2. I'm sure I could have sworn there was as well. Uh, uh, I don't remember one. And it wouldn't... Um, just write, just type in the name of that app. You're doing the Googles. The, Doing the Google, no, I'm just, doing the Google. <clears throat> no, I'm just typing it into the chat so people just download the app and it's hours of well, seconds of fun. So, <laughs> moments, what are the news? Moments of joy, moments of fun, <laughs> brief there, moments. There was time. indeed a Falcon in FE2. Ah. Yeah. What was the you asked a question then, Amelia? I missed it. What was it? Uh, what was what other news do we have? I don't think, um, because we got think, like. Oh, there's Davecon. Dave Davecon news. <laughs> yes. There's, there are 21 tickets left for Davecon. When last we checked. Or ECM, as they've, they've recently started calling it. <clears throat> isn't, isn't 21 tickets to go a song? 21 oh, Deadmeat, are you, are you doing the extra special after thing at Davecon? Um, I don't know. I've not been warned yet. <clears throat> You're going the... to DaveCon, right? Oh yes, yes, definitely. Is this so a piss up in a car park? Yeah. Oh, there will there will be car park bar. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, don't let me I'm, miss I've it this been time. Told I'm not no. allowed no. to call it the piss up in the car park. 
There's the, the car park bar. So, who can tell us? Um, it's also classified, so don't tell us. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So, it's 20, 21 tickets left, and it's on the 19th of August. And we now know that Monty's going to have to bring enough beer for uh, the entire congregation in the car park. Uh, he's got a... I think he's uh, a tanker is arranged. Um, <laughs> and it's at the St Anne's something... St Anne's Manor. Uh, I mean, Wokingham. Did I get it's that right? It's very nice looking. Because I'm winging this. That that venue looks really pretty. Oh. So, yeah, yes, you it did. Is. Sorry, I, I, I hadn't mm. pushed my little button that lets me say things. Mm. Um, not, not the one on the microphone, the one on my head. Is so, that like, action, remember Action Man? Was it, did you have a thing? I used to say six different things, didn't you, when you pushed a button? It was my thing of something else. <laughs> oh, you, don't, you don't want to press <laughs> his button. You really <laughs> no, I've got... A, I got as far as the moving eagle eyes, and, and anything after that, I was uh, already too old. It was the Six Million Dollar Man, where you look through the back of his head and you got like a wide-angle yeah, lens. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and rebuild him. Uh, the, pushed, the venue is the very... Yeah. Back and he lifted a now, did he have painted on hair, or did he have the realistic hair? I can't remember. I don't know. I never took his trousers off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, back in the days when uh, Barbie and Action Man were your limit of your sex education. Anyway, yes, the venue is very beautiful. Um, it is. It's very. Pretty. It does look. It does look very nice. It was my first ECM was um, the last time uh, that it was held there, and it was very, very good. It was a lovely day. It was a fantastic atmosphere, and I would implore anybody listening who's <coughs> on the fence about it. Honestly, it is. It is just a wonderful social with like-minded people. Beer, chilling out, relaxing, having fun. It is and games is fab. and games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But most missed out the most important part there. Well, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But that's what I mean. There's, there's something for everyone. I mean, if you get me on a Super Nintendo, that's it. I'm I'm Mario Kart for several hours. But it is so much fun. So yeah, if you're if you're on the fence, it is. Yeah, it's one heck of a way to uh, break your uh, ECM uh, your ECM cherry, I guess. And I'm seeing that the Hutton uh, Orbital Live is confirmed. Oh, excellent. I mean, are we going to be doing it over the telephone? Have to go up on stage. <laughs> Probably. It says on the main stage, yes. <laughs> oh, like we did in LaveCon. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. But it's not like LaveCon. LaveCon's obviously more of a. LaveCon's uh, fab, but LaveCon's obviously more, more about the sort of the. You know, it is a convention, there's the various rooms and the various sort of. This is just this is this is at heart a social. This is what this is all about. It's just it, about it was a bit like going on a business trip, wasn't it? P W P. Yes, yes, it's P W P. It very much so, very much so. And I, for one, can't wait. I can't wait either. It sounds really fun. It'd be my first TCM. It'd be Excellent. my first Davecon. First and only Davecon. It's everyone's first Davecon. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Life so do, <laughs> do we have a drum roll, please? Uh, oh, he's testing uh, him, testing him now. That's, that's, yeah. the, that's the one button I haven't got. If you talk about something else for just a moment, I'll see what I can do. Well, I have to drum the... This week's mug winner is Noddy Clone. Ta-da. Are we, are we sure? Ta-da. November Oscar <laughs> Delta Delta India Echo. Kilo Lima Oscar November Echo. Are we sure? 
Yeah, that, yes. I'm sure those are very we good sure phonetics. We got, yeah. We've got, we've opened the right brown envelope. Yep, we've got the right one. And other people who did miss last week will get another chance, I'm sure, as the time goes on. Can't be difficult these days. <laughs> giving away so many mugs. Well, <clears throat> we have a word of the week, but Mia's not here. So who's going to do the Scottish <laughs> accent? <laughs> The word of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do we have an actual Scottish person here? I mean, there must yes. be one. Yes, I'm doesn't, Scottish. But doesn't I'm... word have uh, three R's and a U in it? Wouldn't. This week's word of the week is acrasia. Ooh. What? Meaning. Could we have a meaning? How do you spell that? A K R S I A. The act of knowing you, you shouldn't be. Doing something, but doing it anyway. Acting against good judgment. Oh, and can you use it in a sentence, please? Going into cubicle three with no hazmat suit or on what on was an act of acrasia, but there was no stopping chicks once he'd had his neutrino vin- vindaloom. Neutrino vindaloom. It went right through him. <laughs> Bubble. I love the accent. <laughs> <laughs> what a neutering vindaloo. That was, that was a good joke when I wrote it. <laughs> oh, that's a bad vindaloo if you get neutered as a result of it. No, new, neutrino <laughs> vindaloo. It went right through him. Do you, do you get it? No, yes, no, no. Yes, Brian yes, Cox yes, didn't very get good. it when I told him. <clears throat> <clears throat> oh, should we move swiftly on? I think we should ask Fossey if she's going to do that accent while she does the CG news. <laughs> I don't think I could pay that. <laughs> okay, just hit the news then, Fossey. Here we go. Oh, I sit now. It's Fossey. It's Fossey. It's Fossey. Hello, Flossie here with this week's CG News. Last week's CGs. The fight for Glee's 44 Citizens Forum finished nearly halfway between tiers 3 and 4. Over 33 billion credits were earned. The fight for Goloja Exchange finished past tier 3 with over 28 billion credits earned and for the first time ever I actually participated in this CG as there were ground combat zones in the system I love ground combat as there's no flying involved apart from the dropship which of course somebody else flies I started and played most of the week one of the nearest planets of the CG station, which I thought was medium, but later realised it was low. So for the last couple of nights, moved to high CZ at the ninth planet. I died a lot more, but better payments. Ended up in top 50% anyway. Oh, and promoted to soldier. So I know CGs this week, so that's it for this week's CG News. Plus, he 
Thank you, Flossy. Up next, we have Beetle, Spoon and Wotherjude with the Galnet News. Galnet News Update, 27th of April 3309. Remote-controlled probes have successfully penetrated to the heart of Maelstrom Tyrannis, but they've failed to return any data about what they encountered. Aegis's Professor Alba Tezro explained that the probes were used to test the agency's prototype pulse neutralizers, which were developed with input from engineers Ishmael Palin and Ram Tarr. The engineers' research into unclassified relics, which are created using Guardian technology at Thargoid surface sites, allowed them to enhance Ovira Martuk's shutdown field neutraliser to repulse the huge energy wave emitted by the maelstroms when an intruder gets close to the centre. Using the pulse neutralisers, the probes successfully passed through the energy field and are believed to have arrived at or very close to the core of the maelstrom before contact was abruptly lost. Tezro said that it was likely that only manned vessels will be able to negotiate the unknown threats that lie beyond the energy pulse. Admiral Aidan Tanner has already fitted the device to a full-size spacecraft, which has been tested in combat against Thargoids, but which has not yet been taken into a maelstrom. He described how the device is used in exactly the same way as a shutdown field neutraliser, but that its greater mass and power draw will probably mean that it's best suited for work carried out within the maelstrom. Aegis is working on a production schedule for the Thargoid Pulse Neutralizer and hopes to have more details to share within the next few days. It's unclear whether there will be a community initiative to set up production and if so, whether those who take part will be granted early access to the technology. It's also unclear how the modules will be sold. If they're made available through tech brokers, for example, what materials may be needed? It's also unclear whether commanders will be expected to bring their own unclassified relics in order to buy the module. Aegis appears to be keen to make the module available as widely as possible, so it's likely that they'll keep the bar to entry into the Pulse Neutralizer Owners Club as low as they can manage. Emperor Arissa Lavigny Duval has condemned the Imperial forces that attacked and destroyed a Federal convoy taking supplies to the Thargoid front line near Maelstrom Ligong, and has demanded an immediate cessation of the war in Pichich. The conflict in the Federal system of Pichich broke out following false claims that the assassination of a Kane Massey top executive was sponsored by the Empire. Thousands of lives on both sides have been lost, but it's the disruption to supplies for those fighting against the Thargoid invasion that seems to have most upset the Emperor. Those fighting for the Gleaser 44 Citizens Forum attacked and destroyed a supply convoy, apparently mistaking it for a local resupply effort within Pichich. She's commanded an immediate ceasefire, and President Hudson has responded in kind, instructing the Galuja Exchange to put down their weapons and to negotiate a peaceful resolution. The week-long skirmish has impacted on humanity's attempts to turn back the Thargoids, but now the Emperor and the President have intervened, we must hope that common sense and a sense of solidarity against a common enemy will prevail.
was that it? That was that was that was quick. Well, well, thank you, Commanders Beetlejuice and Wotherspoon. Now it's time to head over to the Hutton Helper results reported this week in the finest, the most mellifluous, nuanced, authentic, tartan-studded Scottish accent you've heard in a well, a long time. Welcome to the brand new, exciting and completely non-Scottish Hutton Helper Results. The Hutton Helper Results are sponsored by the Hutton Helper, the only third-party resource to come with a free Toyota Hilux, so you have something rugged for trips to the moon. This week we have the following events. The I'll just go to Salome's Reach then Cup. The All of These Words Are Yours, But Not The Moon Tournament. The Apart from all of the evidence, you can't prove you were there. Deja Vu Trophy. The You Can't Go There. It's a Clanger Breeding Ground Charity Shield. The Full Moon Half Moon Total Eclipse Spectacular. And the Planet Express Moon Shuttle Award. So, get that eagle landed. The Hutton Helper results are... Koro Patois 22 jumped 41,000 light years to come first in distance travelled. It's Strange sold 41,000 tonnes of cargo. See a theme starting here. Rincewind Cymru is top mission runner with, oh, 302 mission points. Alex Zuno handed in 444,444,444 credits worth of bounties. Dart Virtual handed in 665 million credits of combat bonds. Dark Virtual again also destroyed 562 Thargoids. Now you know where the combat bonds came from. Jack's Ringdinger. No, Ring Rider. Or Ringbinder. I can't say that anyway. Delivered 1,189 people to their various destinations. Deckles for Kurapatwa 22. Jack's Ringbinder. Linus Serenada for systems visited, Okayam for exploration data cached in, and Tolien for all mined. If you're one of those superb truckers, please email itookpart at huttonorbital.com and arrange to collect your Hutton decal kit, which this week consists of a Hutton flag, some moon dust, and a massively improbably conspiracy theory. There have been four Hutton runs in the last seven days. They are the Burke twice, the fastest one being one hour, 23 minutes and 30 seconds. Enzo Wingnut Picardo in one hour, 24 minutes and nine seconds. And Norbert Patenord in one hour, 24 minutes and 40 seconds. There's a whole galaxy of stuff out there needing lipidulating, desalinated, shugled, taken offline, exploded, launched, verified, motivated, evacuated, unfriended, ejected, manhandled or womanhandled, smeared, deflected, kept warm in the oven, emphasized, fertilized, snuffled, flipped, flopped, mistranslated to and from Spanish, chilled, mugged, ginned, wrapped up with a pretty bow, shipped, shot, rescued, have their immersion ruined, battered and deep fried, 
dead dropped, painted and rolled down a hill, destroyed, bought, sold, squeezed, inflated, put on a gammon stake, liquidated, evaporated, smelled, lit, discombobulated, recombobulated, headbutted, eviscerated, compressed, enveloped, strained, fermented, murderized with an S, interrobanged, upcycled, violently downcycled, disallowed, reallowed after consulting VAR, smelted, loved, adored, cherished, and probinated. And you can earn yourself a very fetching cotton decal for doing it. To get involved, you just have to go to hot.forthemug.com and download or sign up for the spectacular Hutton Helper available in three acceptable formats. Let's face it, anything has to be better than missing the moon because you went in the daytime. Anyway, that's it for this week. Back to Studio 5. Hello. And now, before we go over to Amelia for the Galnet Rares Digest, just a quick reminder that this week is Green Room Week. So if you want to take part in the Green Room, just go to the TeamSpeak server, ts.forthemug.com, and look for the Green Room in there. And uh, we may see you later. But for now, it's Amelia and the Rares, Galnet Rares Digest. Good evening. This is Amelia Hawke, reporting for the Galnet Rares Digest. We try all the galaxy's rarest and most dangerous commodities. So you don't have to. Tonight, we're heading to New Pastures. Across to 47 SETI. Specifically, 47 SETI B3. One of the two habitable worlds in this system is a traditional Earth-like, uh, albeit terraformed, but in modern times it is more than suitable for flora and fauna from old Earth. When terraformed, the planet was seeded abundantly and with genetically engineered life. Since that point, nature has taken its course, and the various animals and plants have evolved to suit their surroundings. Along with the usual smattering of herbivores, predators, insects and aquatic life, the terraforming team introduced a familiar sight from the green fields of home. The humble rabbit. Knowing from Earth history what an invasive species rabbits are, the SETI rabbit was engineered in an attempt to keep the population low, with their fertility and selective reproduction changed to try and keep the numbers in check. Settler biologists McGregor and Harriet Potter, uh, no relation to the infamous pirate, appear to have approached the gene splicing of the rabbit with more than a little guesswork, and very little in the way of proven science. In scenes reminiscent of the island of Dr Moreau, they appear to have created a, a monster, then released it from behind the safety of some inch-thick glass and armed with heavy artillery. As nature does, and this is confirmed on the Don's experimental Jurassic world in his home system, it finds a way. SETI rabbits have an unusual population distribution. For every one male rabbit, there are 10 female rabbits. The males, 
the ones that are sold as rare goods on the galactic food market, are small, timid, and to be fair, absolutely adorable to look at. Their female counterparts are an entirely different affair. They've evolved as part of an orocyclagus arms race, with the females of the species vying to be the one that gets to hop on the timid males and propagate the species. They're larger, more muscled, and the most violent rabbits you'll ever see, with nasty, big, pointy, sharp teeth. They roam fields in packs, hunting for unsuspecting, carrot-munching males. The female of this species is more deadly than the male. They're omnivores, having developed a taste for meat, and are often to be found fighting vicious bouts with rivals for the attention of the bucks. They're also mildly venomous, an adaptation they've developed in response to the local natural predators, the killer seti badger, related to honey badgers of Earth rather than their more docile English cousins, the saber-toothed mole, and the rabbit-eating supergiant fanged toad. Having fought, in many cases to the death, over the affections of the nearest male, the female rabbits stay close to their mate until such time as it dies of extreme exhaustion. Uh, or, or she tires of and, well, eats him. As such, finding a male seti rabbit is extremely difficult, and not to mention dangerous, as the rabbit will as soon chew out your throat as she will run and hide like her earthly cousins. Needless to say, the female rabbits are unappetizing, tough, and borderline inedible. Their mates, however, are delicious. Served roasted with nice red berry compote and some fresh garden vegetables. There, there's a little that's tastier for a Sunday dinner. Oh, seti rabbit stew. Oh, tender, flavorful, gamey, and a veritable, if rare, treat. I'm off to save a particularly fine specimen from sure death at the hands of some marauding does. Though whether ending up in my pot is better than a few days of rampant, rabbity fornication, followed by being devoured by an angry-looking woman, remains to be seen. I'm Amelia Hawke. This is the Galnet Rares Digest, and... Oh, oh, they've spotted me in our guide, and he's advised me to run and find the nearest tree. Tune in next week for more, if I survive, that is. You don't often get the chance to say rampant rabbity fornication in a sentence. I do. <laughs> well, maybe not where you come from. <laughs> See, dog, man's best friend, rabbit, girl's best friend. What made you think that? <laughs> He's been shopping again. Uh. So green room week. Has <laughs> Colin all cars nodded off? No, no, I'm here. Shall I? Uh, we've got uh, two commanders in our green room this week. We have got uh, <coughs> Commander Volcarius and Commander Little Grey. 
Um, Shall we just pull them down? Yeah. Let, on let's Shall we just pull them down? I beg your let's, just, yeah, let's just pull, pull them, them down. down. Pulling down oh. now. Here they are. Hello. 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 Little Grey needs to unmute Hello. themselves at some point. Are you there, Vulcarius? I am present. He's, he's, he hasn't he hasn't done the thing yet. Oh, he's got to do oh, the thing. The he's extra about magic to do special the thing. thing. Do, 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 well, I haven't I haven't done the thing for several weeks. Uh, it's been well know, four been weeks since four weeks to be precise because it's the last green room. Um, but the um, uh, I can't believe Volcarius like, has been out pedanted. <laughs> do, do, do you really need <laughs> a automated system for two people? <laughs> Well, I mean, if we can well, automate you've designed the system, and built it. Else. <laughs> you know, any system that's automated is a bonus. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, you type in your names then. <laughs> is that, have you ever tried to contact your internet service provider? Yes. Yeah, it's very much Although, an automated. System. I must admit, hats off to the the guy who came from BT Openreach this week. Um, he arrived the next day, and he must have spent four hours. I got a new brick on the on the pole down the lane. I got a new cable all the way to the house, but that wasn't the problem. Then he spent an hour in my loft, lifted up insulation, looking for a phantom master box that I didn't know he had. And then he rerouted all the phones in the house through this thing, and he was there all day. Well, four hours. And now, oh, and at the end of it, I'll get 20 extra megabyte download. He was just a hero. Bless. It was marvellous. So the key to getting faster downloads is let a gentleman lift up your insulation and find your box. Yes. Yes. It was, and it's, it's pretty old and dusty up there. You've got to sort of crawl through spaces and things. It's, it's like a proper massive timber, you know, um, roof space. Without putting you for ceiling, obviously, and uh, the big lad as well. So, chicks, you're up first. Right. Am I? Yeah, yeah we have it. Oh, we got a list. Look at that, little grey, little grey. Are you are you there, little grey? Tap once for yes. Tap twice for beep. There you go. You there? Oh, um, off. <coughs> There you go. You get the hang of it soon. Mark's so, up, Mark's back. so, little grey, what have you been up to recently? Clicking. <laughs> this, this is going to be a tough one. Uh. Well, I'll tell you what. Shall we? Shall we jump one? Amelia, you go to Volcarius. Okay. We'll let, we'll let little grey have a little time to sort out audio issues, and then we'll oh. come back. Volcarius, how the devil are you, sir? <clears throat> While I brew up, oh, he's gone. Hey, uh, I'd say uh, <clears throat> a bit quanked, but other, I think otherwise quite fine. Um, by the way, chicks, that yeah, a bit quanked. Can we have quanked. a meeting, please? Is that yeah, next yeah, week's word? Exhausted, exhausted from work. Can you use it in a sentence? I think it's a cross just, between knackered and. <laughs> I, I, I just did. I said I was a bit quanked, but other, otherwise quite fine. I was about to say that that guy, chicks, was that he sounds sounds like quite the prick prickmadainty. <laughs> well, I've just squashed milk over the side and missed the cup. <laughs> um, 
What's occurring in the background? I suspect there was spillage. There was spillage. Oh, has floor mopping day around? No, no, it's on the sort of worktop. It's fine. Is worktop mopping day around? Yes. I don't want to still be mop up there. Right, I'll be back in a, I'll be back in a minute after I've been doing this. Yeah, let's, let's let chicks fruit around. <laughs> I love that word. So, have you been up to anything interesting? <laughs> well, see, I thought last month was one of the more crazy, um, but this one has definitely topped it. So I, um, I put my author's cutter back on the shelf, and following a bout of acrasia, I built my research samples cutter for joining in with that. And now the Thargoid War makes even less sense than previously imagined. <laughs> and so I, like, I, I came to the leap for the space combat, and now I'm trying to calculate estimates for how many chunks of Cyclops need to be delivered to a megaship. Like, we've, we've made this exponential curve for it, which at least isn't complete fabulosity, but I think it's only a verisimilitude at the moment, because it still gives my error as we can't explain. Have you got uh, a... In, uh, in I, was case, gonna... say again? I was going to say, have you got a final number yet? It, well, it, it depends on the distance from the mail frame. Ah. Uh, I, I, it looked like it was depending on the distance from the sole as well. Um, but the uh, that turned out to be a noise we couldn't explain. I, I don't know whether, like, how many scouts we kill on the way. Uh, this is just casually shooting them when they go in front of the cutter. But um, I, I don't know that that it, it's causing like ten to fifteen percent though. So the um, I, I don't think that explains it. Uh, it I, as I said, I, I thought the distance from Sol looked like it was explaining it, but then we had one that was uh, closer to Sol that took more samples. So that was a counter example mm. i love how um, you're using all the words by the way all the words well oh well I mean, most they're, of they're, the they're english words amelia they're, they're that's <laughs> true but i mean you're inspired to use them because we you know we list them on the show you still haven't used womble crump yet um well i so i said to the apology officer that i don't think i could i don't think i don't i really have an application for saying wamble cropped uh, <laughs> which was accounted immediately by the fact that the apology officer says it four times a week <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking well uh, is the scottish diet that bad um yes you, you, would, you would know yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah just, just everything is deep fried yeah kind of um, our specialty and in, in any case with with just one wing operating around maelstrom haddad what we found well <clears throat> well we found several things the main one is that we can clear out more thargoid controlled systems ourselves than the number of new attacks it starts oh wow so yeah so um so just this last week we cleared out eight systems and on the week before that we cleared seven one of which was actually populated that was ukate um, but the uh, each maelstrom only attacks five a week, so right. that means we're actually keeping Haddad effectively Thargoid negative. <laughs> um, but the <laughs> well, nice, yeah. <laughs> well, the, the the other um, uh, the other interesting thing we found. Um, by the way, for this Imperial Navy intervention and rescue, would like to thank. It was Ian Doncaster on the forum. Uh, basically, those guys on the Frontier forum, they've reverse-engineered the Thargoid alerts 
to the point of being able to predict where the next attacks will be. Wow. Um, so for a, uh, for an attack to occur, though, there has to be an attacker. And we found that if we know the Thargoid-controlled systems this week, which they're going to try to use next week, we can actually target those ones and stop specific attacks from occurring. That is so um, cool. So um, if, you, if you remember last month uh, when I said we had to defend A-hole again, well, now we've shut down its attackers. So it looks like as long as we can keep Haddad losing more systems than it gains, I think that should keep our A-hole totally safe for anyone who wants to use it. Keep our a-hole clean. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it nice and clean. Yeah, um, they still attack five systems either way. Like, so it, we are just moving the attack, um, but it forces them away from the populated areas and makes them attack... Well, even uh, the best part is it makes them attack in the wrong direction. They, they literally <laughs> attack away from us. Um, so at that point, it should only get progressively easier um, just by the uh, by the by that delta on the systems, the uh, taking more than they, um, than they do. That is so cool. Um, so yeah, that's what I've been doing. That's what I'm, and uh, given some of the um, um, some of the upcoming attacks, it looks like we well, we're going to try, I think, and um, just uh, take a, sell like a titty nope samples from um, Futlandjira. Um, mm -hmm. Although it's a little bit close to the maelstrom, um, if we can, that's a populated system. So if we can take that one, that will, well, not not only will it be one system for us, um, that should also stop another populated attack as well. Wow. So you've been hard at work, really. It. I didn't imagine. I'd never imagined. I. I. We'd, we'd be like in a circle with regeneration beams in imperial cutters, <laughs> <laughs> usually above a planet. Um, but you, we, we've been doing it in just in open space as well. So the, the point of going over a planet is that you don't get any swarms. Um, but in, in open space, you, we do the same thing. But if the target of the Thargoid leaves and rejoins, it restarts. And um. that, include, that includes the swarm timer. Um, so we've been uh, just the last the system we took on Wednesday uh, that was completely open space. Wow! Nice. Um, yeah, <laughs> that, that, that's about it. That's all I've been doing. That's what I'm <laughs> going to continue to do. Um, so I'll say thank you all for the show. Hail the Empress and for the mug. For the mug. Mug. That's <laughs> so little grey. Have you managed to? Uh... Sort out your audio issue. I have. That's marvellous. Basically, <laughs> don't have any idea how TeamSpeak works. So let me guess: you switched it, so it off and you switched it back on, didn't you? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you hear you perfectly. I was going to say it works now, so it's it does. fine, surely. Um, who knows? See, why? It should be a bit louder than last time we did this. Where I guess you're an IT professional now. I cut out every other word last time, didn't I? It's <laughs> Yes. I, I'm very excited about. <laughs> and it would just, yeah. Um, but no, this, this week I've been um, organizing things for Dave. ECM. <laughs> Dave gone. Dave yes. gone. Dave gone. Uh, so I have been organizing sound desks and acquiring thereof. Um, oh. We've had a few volunteers to bring some other bits of kit, which is going to be 
I, rather than nice to have, it's actually going to be pretty essential. So I need to get back in touch with them. Alongside um, in long, arduous meetings, I've been uh, using the time to create a little circuit board that isn't going to be that little and have lots of buttons on it that you can go pew pew in spaceships with. Oh, so, don't uh, tell Colin all cars, he'll, uh, he likes pushing buttons. I like buttons. Thirty-two <laughs> shiny buttons. Yeah. buttons. <laughs> <laughs> I like them. I like buttons. Right ones. <laughs> so is this is what's what's the purpose of this? Is is this just for people to amplify themselves at DaveCon? Uh, so for the the sound desk, yes, that is for um, making people <clears throat> louder. Not that old Cecil is going to need it. Um, I'm say some <laughs> people don't need that facility. <laughs> Uh, Lord Shouty, for one. Uh, <laughs> uh, clues in the name. Quite. Uh, but no, the circuit board is something that I've been meaning to do for a long time, and Dave Co ECM is the incentive to do it. So I have a, a deadline to create it by, so I actually will go out and do it. Um, I love deadlines. I love the, the whooshing noise they make as they go by. <laughs> No, that's overhead power lines. You've been doing it wrong. Um, <laughs> they they generally lightly crackle, um, but on a on a soul based instance, I'm going to post something in our Discord screenshots, screenshots, even um, of the fantastic creations that I've got to play with today. Um, so I'll post those there, and you can collar me about it another time probably because otherwise i'll be waiting forever while i try and find the right files because my computer is a mess oh and i had a gpu upgrade since last time we were here oh and what have you stuffed in well i've gone from a 780 ti um which was what was old. that like a nokia 6110 i, I mean basically <laughs> and since have gone up to a 2080 ti and it's like wow in the same in the same motherboard uh, well no it's for a it's a graphics card rather than no i know a, but in the same machine yeah wow yeah that's quite a, that's quite a leap well, yes, I'd just been, I didn't need a graphics card at that point, and then Odyssey upgraded, and then I really did need a graphics card upgrade, so um, yeah, bit the bullet yeah. and decided to go for that. So, it's, And the irony is, I've not actually flown a spaceship since. <laughs> ah. <laughs> so you don't actually know what sort of frame rate or what, what it looks like? Or... Currently, no. All I can tell you is the... Um, so you don't actually know if it works? That, oh, it works. The loading okay. screen looks very pretty. That's marvellous, isn't it? <laughs> See, the true test is when you get into a, a ground combat zone and there's lots of fire and people are throwing grenades and there's... <laughs> I had been hoping to go into a uh, Thargoid attacked base or something and do the passenger runs, which is my, my go-to service for the hmm. um, Haxwing teams. But... Uh, I just haven't got to it yet with family life and all that sort of thing. But I'm going to call it at that and say for the mug. For the mug. Pass on to the next victim, person waiting. Whoever that might be. 
That is me to see, see what dead meat's been doing this no, week. We, have, we do have someone else. We have a. We do, yes, I dragged him down. <laughs> so. Yeah, you, you chat to Jackman, Fossey. Okay. <laughs> Jackman, how have you been doing? I'm okay, Fossey. How are you? I'm okay, thank you. Been doing anything special this week? Uh, or month? No. <laughs> well, I'm off this month uh, from work. Um, I'm just getting over a slight illness, shall we say. All right. Yeah, um, I don't want to go too much detail, but okay. Um, I've been playing a bit of Elite with you guys, and uh, that's really it. I just popped in, you know, in chat and see how you lot are doing. And yeah. well, no, not nice. Nice, nice to see you, David. Thank nice you. to see you, yes. I will be at the uh, ECM this year. You will? Yeah. Oh, that's great. I look forward to seeing you there. Brilliant. Okay. All right, full of mug. Okay, then. Thank you. Full the Bye. mug. Oh, no, I don't know who it is. <laughs> Why didn't you just move straight on to Volcarious, say hello to dead meat? Volcarious has just put a new post. <laughs> oh, he's... Oh, that... You know, that's He's done a special cat, doodad. That is efficiency. So, Very efficient. Chicks <laughs> to dead meat. So I get dead meat. Good day. Good I've got... The way it is on my screen, I get chicks to Amelia. And I'm thinking, no, it isn't right. Somebody else. Oh, shit, it's chicks dead meat. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> so dead meat. Dead meat. Oh, it'd be great in the edit, don't you? So, dead meat. How are you? How's your I, month been? It's been spiffing. <laughs> yes, no. It, um, I, I, it's, dead meat's not been in game that much, but um, the alter ego loose knockers has, and like Flossie, went across to uh, the, the CG and did some ground combat, and I managed to get in the top ten. That's oh, very chuffed with that. Oh, uh, there was a, there was an ulterior motive for that. I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> except there isn't a live stream. This is the this is the problem. Is that occasionally they read out the top ten on the live streams, and and you uh, wanted them to. Well, yes, because <laughs> Arf collared me at Lavecon and mentioned that my <laughs> the dead meat GF was disturbing <laughs> as, as a commander name. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, and <laughs> I. Uh, I said I was hoping to get him to be forced to read out loose knockers. Um, and, uh, yes, there, there's a, a better commander <laughs> that comes after that. So, uh, but I'll, I'll save that. So you went to all that effort to... Uh... Well, I got, six, I got 600 million credits. Oh, that's... No. <laughs> with, 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 a, with a reward, and the reward for getting 600 million credits in combat bonds was 18 million. <laughs> so... Yes, it's not a mm. not particularly. Uh, but that, yes, it wasn't. It wasn't about the uh, the reward. It was just. It was hoping that it might force Arf uh, <laughs> to read out a ridiculous name. Uh, so yes, <laughs> but that yes, and, and then and, and in real life, I've been. <coughs> oh, well, I haven't been gardening. I've been paying people to garden. So. <laughs> what? What? I mean, what? You've been yeah, gardening. I I had I had a. I hate gardening with a passion. So do I. So when I moved into this house, I replaced the garden with stone. 
So you bought a house with a garden? Yes. I, well, I bought a house that happened to have a garden and I got rid of it because, you know, why wouldn't you? Um, but now, having inherited the dog, I have repl now replaced the stone Hello. with Hello. grass. Hello. Hello. Overlight's back. Hello. Hello. <laughs> so... Right, so you've replaced it with stone, and how are they growing? Oh, they, they, they've, turned, they've mutated into grass. It's absolutely fantastic. So now my dog has a large bed in the back garden, and I can just throw them out there in the sun. Although not today, because ten minutes after they finished it, it started to rain, which is brilliant, because I don't have to water it. Then. I'm now confused. I should leave it there, then, for the mug. Stay confused. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I'm having all sorts of strange problems at this end. Um, I don't know what's going wrong, quite frankly. But uh, well, I think you've Timmy's fallen down the well. You sound it very echoey. What, what, what was that, Lassie? Timmy's oh. fallen down the well again. Hang on, let me <clears throat> let me press a button. Oh, there we go. That should fix it. Oh, there, no, it was like the winch uh, button. I go, sounded yes. like Holly. It was brilliant. I sound like Holly. <laughs> He's dead, Dave. Everybody's dead, Dave. Everybody's dead, Dave. Oh, I'm Everybody's so looking forward to meeting. Speaking of which, isn't he going to be at ECM? Dave yes. Dave's dead. Everybody is. Are you trying to tell me everybody's dead? Everybody's dead. Mm. Right. Anyway. Who's who's it? Whose turn is it? Overlight. Overlight for me. like you got a sore throat. No? Somebody's pulled out too many of Hal's circuit boards. What's that smell? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, in, in case you want to know, <laughs> as to admit, says I've been doing the combat CGs this week. <laughs> Um, because there was ground combat, and I uh, I like com ground combat. I don't like flying, but I like doing it on the ground. So I went and did that, and uh, ended up in top fifty percent and promoted to a soldier. Yay! Outstanding. <laughs> I think you've you've surprised us all from the the ardent pacifist. That you were no, not really. I just don't. I don't have guns on my ships, mainly because I can't shoot and fly at the same time. That has been true since my very first game of Air Warrior, mm. where I had to fly World War Two aircraft and fire guns. I could never do that. I always ended up spinning into the ground, uh, which is why I only ever flew bombers or drove ground vehicles and the same applied in Aces High and the only game in the past that I didn't have to fly in but did a lot of ground combat was in World War II Online so I used to enjoy that as well so you so have got previous I have got previous yes uh. <laughs> I've never been able to fly at the same time I just can't do it well, that's that's strange because some would argue that playing a first-person shooter is more disorientating. Um, you know, at least with mm -hmm. a ship, you are, you know, you, you generally 
know which way you're going to be pointing. Three dimensional. (laughs) I don't don't think it's about the kind of spatial stuff. I think it's just that in in a ship or a plane, you're kind of distance from who you're fighting. And mm-hmm. when it's on foot, it's just pure bloodlust. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> to me. She can only she can only commit the act of murder if she can see the whites of their eyes Fuck and smell their fear. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, you're doing us all proud, getting in the top fifty percent of the uh, the CG. That's, that's <laughs> well, I surprised myself with that. <laughs> it's not really real unless you can smell his final breath, is it? Exactly. Well, there was a just... few of mine last night. They were right in front of me. Oh, yeah. I thought it's either him or me. <laughs> she likes to watch the light go out in their eyes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, great fun. <laughs> and you are coming to ECM, aren't you? I am. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you did mention you were. Very much looking forward to it. Yes, and is there going to be some card games? I hope so. I hope I can play cards against humanity again. <laughs> yes, that's always that's always a treat. Yeah, it's worth going for, if nothing else, is the uh, the the filth that is card against humanity. Yeah. Very good. And uh, apart from uh, apart from the on the ground uh, combat and getting in the top CG, have you had time for anything else this week? I've done a bit of Warcraft, but not as much as I usually do. Uh, no, just generally doing nothing and enjoying my retirement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so jealous. Isn't, isn't, there a, <laughs> isn't there an update next week, Flossie, for Warcraft? Uh, for Warcraft. Well, yes, I believe there is one coming. Cross-faction guilds. Aye, yeah. I can't quite imagine how that's going to work, but... Yeah. I think, I think it's incredible it's still going. <laughs> you know, Sandrine and I met in World of Warcraft. Did, Did you? Really? Yeah, 15 years ago. Wow. Yeah. And we like, still play it today. I went in with another friend I used to have in Second Life, but, uh, well, he disappeared on me. And <laughs> uh, these strange virtual lives we lead. Yeah. Well, uh, any other any other updates this week, Flossie? Uh, updates. I was thinking that next week was the update 15 for Elite, but it's not. It's the week after. <laughs> oh yes. That, that and then posting the forums. Update 15 is next week. <laughs> Someone said, "Looks at calendar, checks the date." <laughs> Oops, Hashtag I'm fake news. The week after. <laughs> but that's the, one of the perils, you know, being. Oh. Being retired and you don't sort of you lose track of the days and the weeks and the years. <laughs> Sounds awful. It, it's terrible. <laughs> well, Flossie, mm. it's been lovely talking to you. Thank you. Lovely to talk to you too. So, for the mug. For the mug. Chicks, it's me to talk to you. How are you doing, my mustachioed friend? Very good. Um, sorry, hang on. I'm just uh, landed at uh, Schmid Industrial Base. Schmid. Schmid. I'm in the Schmiddle of things here. Oh. <laughs> they get worse. <clears throat> they do get worse, but they're so good at the same time. <laughs> <sighs> so, while you're in the Schmid of things, it's done. care to elaborate? Oh, it's done, is it? Oh, look at those geezers. There's three of them erupting at once. Very nice. Anyway, go on. What do you want yeah. to know? I want to know everything. Why do I what want do... this job? Yeah. Um, 
well, the money, really. <laughs> what money? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean... So uh, what have you I'm, been up to? Well, I'm still in West Britain. West Britain. What fantastic adventures have you had in uh, West Britain? Well, I've been to the beach. Ah, um, the Welsh... Not today, though. It's been pissing it down today. Um, yeah, but, I mean, the Welsh beaches are really, really nice, even when it's pissing it down. Well, uh, yeah, I'm sure the beach is. I'll, I'll never know when it's raining. Anyway, um, yeah, it rained today. I've been tinkering with various things. I was putting a fan in the bathroom today up into the loft. Oh. No more farts. Well, no extended fart smells anyway. Um, <laughs> um, what else have I been doing? Oh, yes. Didn't um, you say something about attic dust or something? Yeah, I went up there today. I've been up there for years since the insulated. And I sort of breathed in and went, I've been coughing ever since. Um, it's in, not asbestos lined, is it? No, no, no. It's, I, I put the insulation in there uh, a few years ago. <clears throat> no, not asbestos. No, I, I work on a ship that's riddled with that. Um, what else have been doing? I've been making stuff. Making um, stuff? What kind of stuff? Well, I built a staircase in the back garden and I was never happy with the sort of timber cleats that it's... Why do you need a staircase in your back garden? Because <laughs> um, the back garden's higher than the roof of the house. Um, <laughs> so I built a staircase in the corner of the garden to get up there. And uh, it's it's the first... Um, version's probably getting over 10 years old now and some of the timber's rotten so I'm slowly replacing it with steel angles here and there which Fancy. I acquired I found so during the war, training for D-Day the, the Belgians were here and they used the beach for D-Day uh, simulated landings and they built a lot of beach defences and stuff on the beach and I found a piece of angle from this yesterday that had sort of two inch thick rust on it so I knocked all the rust off and I took it back to the house and I chopped it up and it's absolutely perfect. In, when you get through all the crap, it's still perfect iron inside. Cool. So I made some cleats out of that. Been fixing bits on my car. Uh, so you've been else? a busy bee? Oh yeah, non-stop. So I've been generally nice. covered in shit and oil and um, been out for a couple of drives in the countryside, painting stuff, all kinds of stuff. Nice. bit gardening. I like gardening. Now, see, I started gardening. Well, not gardening. It's, well, <clears throat> I'm growing tomatoes and strawberries. So, I mean, it's not really gardening, it's food. Well, tomatoes and strawberries is technically gardening. You're a, you're a farmer if you've got two crops. Farmer. Roar. Try chilies. Do you like chilies? Yes, I love chilies. Chilies I'm a big, the easiest big thing, fan. easiest thing in the world to grow. Well, yeah, I've never done it before, so I'm trying yeah, it just, out. Seed in the pot. This next time you cook with chilies, take some of the seeds out, plant them, up the pot. But you really want to do it in sort of February. Yeah, we we started. Uh, yeah, we started last month, and they're growing nicely. Mm. Uh, I just want if, food. If you've got a sunny windowsill, chilies will just grow like like crazy. Mm, I'll need I, to try them next year. I grow tomatoes out the back in uh, in London, um, just in, in bags. Like, uh, imagine a sort of cloth bucket. Um, so, so they're quite prolific then? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, I end up, uh, I made 
24 jars of chutney last year. Nice. So that lasts more than a year. And yeah, chilies, basil and parsley, sage, thyme, rosemary bushes. All the herbs. Yeah, all the stuff that you go, oh, I'm, I'm cooking this. I'm going to nip out and grab some of that. See, that's what we wanted to start <clears> doing. It's easy. You just have to be organised, that's all, because obviously it takes ages to grow. Yeah. And, and you need to sort of do it because, you know, you'll get through two batches. Of, you, know, you can can eat old basil, but the, the new stuff is, is I think, it's just got more flavour. You mean, I mean, you mean fresh? Yeah. Like straight yeah. off the bush? Because basil will grow for months, and if I leave and come back the following year, um, but it doesn't have, doesn't have that sort of young, fresh sort of... You know that really pungent flavour. Anyway, so you have to eat it in the first year. You don't. It no, no. Have the same the, even when it second. first sprouts, before it starts going woody, because it will grow from the wood. And I, I just think it has less flavour once it's got to that stage. So, huh. so I tend to grow two batches through the year. Ah, so you've always got a fresh batch. Yeah, and then you just let it go to seed, and then collect the seed and plant it next time. Hmm. <clears throat> I'm still learning all this. Yeah, I mean it's 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 easy enough. I mean, basically, put put seed in ground, add light and water, and it'll do what it does. Well, we decided on tomatoes <clears throat> first because, as yeah, you know, tomatoes, tomatoes are good. They're easy. Well, they're like gold over here at the moment. Are they? In the UK, have you not seen all the posts? <laughs> <clears throat> um, not really, but uh, you can't get tomatoes. No, supermarkets are devoid of a lot of fruit and veg. It's nice in the summer. You just nip out um, before lunch and just cut two, you know. You, when you slice them up, they've still got a, a little bit of a pulse. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, nothing like a tomato straight off the bush. I'm going to have to try that. Mm. I can vouch my wife has started growing in the last couple of years. We have these raised beds, beans and tomatoes um, mm. and things like that are fantastic. And strawberries straight out yeah. and into your mouth. Straight off the, you know, if I, they sometimes don't even make the kitchen. Yeah. See, the, the thing is, it's a very <clears throat> trendy thing to do nowadays, grow your own food. Oh, God, I'm going to have to stop then. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you wouldn't want to be on any trend. Yeah, I was going to say, if I'm wearing, I'm a barometer for fashion. If I'm wearing, it's definitely out. <laughs> <laughs> there are things that are not quite so desirable, though. Certain things, such as we have plums and we did uh, cauliflower last year. And then you, you end up with as much protein as you do vegetable, shall we? Yeah, say. yeah, exactly. Yeah, you've, you're slithery friends. We've got um, we've got slow worms here, so the uh, the slow worms devour a lot of the uh, the slimy stuff. Slugs and snails and. Mm. But yeah, I know what you mean. I uh, I planted a lot, of, a lot of garlic one year, thinking, ah, they won't go for that. Ate a lot, all gone. <laughs> <laughs> Bastards. We surrounded ours by <coughs> copper mesh, and that yeah, actually that... stopped a lot of stuff. Um, so it does, yeah. I mean, you I can think... you put down pellets, mesh, salt. Eggshells is a egg way shells. to go as well. You know, the best thing is is just go out there um, with a torch um, for the you know every night for a while, and then just stab the bastards with a with a steak knife. 
So you've got like a big slug kebab <clears throat> and then flick it into yeah. next door's garden. <laughs> <clears throat> the next door's garden's e- easier because it's like it's all wooded and nobody ever goes there. So I just flick it over the fence and there's all these impaled, I was going to say mollusks. They're not mollusks, are they? Um, um, arthropods, arthropods or whatever. Yeah. Is this about pest control or just pissing your neighbours off? <laughs> <laughs> or just being able to stab them? <laughs> I think I pissed him off when we bought his house. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, go and just just do a bit of manual um, pest control because all that other stuff they eventually they get round. Hmm. Well, at the moment we're growing stuff indoors, so we don't have a, <clears throat> that problem yet. Yeah, I mean, tomorrow, you put tomatoes out as soon as I mean, as soon as summer starts. Or did we miss well, it? Was that was that Wednesday? We, we were told May. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's it's really when you've, there's no risk of frost, which of course depends largely. Do you live in a city? Where? How far north are you? On your you know how exposed are you? It's, it's, but you'll know. Yeah, but we had frost on Tuesday, so yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I put my fig tree out. Uh, is the, Green rooms turn into, I suppose it's green, isn't it? But uh, yeah. turn into gardener's <laughs> fucking question time, hasn't it? <laughs> Who needs Radio 4? Which one's yes. Alan Titchmarsh? <laughs> the loose knockers. Uh, <laughs> now, that was ground force. That was something else. Oh, yes. Uh, the Dimmocks. <laughs> How are you, Dimmocks, love? Yeah, I, I put my fig tree out uh, a few weeks ago and uh, thinking, oh, let me know frost. And, of course, down here and uh, frost. In London, shit, should be all right. Figs, figs are quite hardy, hardier than you think. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, anything else you'd like to share with us? I think I've shared more than enough <laughs> <clears throat> for the mug. For the mug. For the mug. <laughs> now it's dead so meat on overlight. But yes. Colin Allcard, uh, Commander Overlight. Hello. Good day, sir. Hello. Hello. What have you been up to? Oh, I don't know. Enjoying my not retirement. Um, busy, busy working. <laughs> um, just <laughs> you, <laughs> yes, you, you can say, chuckle. You say busy, busy working, but I I see that little pop up in the corner of my screen saying Commander Overlight is playing. <laughs> uh, mo- well, conf- I confess it's mostly it's been a Terraria week. I don't know why. It's been a Terraria week. It's I been know. a Terraria week. It's um. Yeah. My computer keeps telling me. So I like playing Terraria again. I know, I know. It's one of those weird little addictions, though, isn't it? Sometimes you just you get into something. I never really got into it before, and then you you start to get on this addictive um, development tree. And basically, what you're trying to do is get stronger armor to fight stronger bosses, to get stronger rewards, to get stronger <laughs> armor and weapons, to fight stronger bosses, to get stronger rewards, yeah, to get stronger familiar. armor and weapons, to fight stronger bosses, to get stronger rewards, to get stronger armor and weapons, to fight stronger bosses. And so <coughs> the cycle continues. Yeah. <laughs> and that's basically Terraria. But it is, it is quite a bit of fun. It's um, I, it's a fun little game. I, I have got it. I haven't played it for ages. And it's like that, that pop-up makes me think, should, should I have another go? We could play multiplayer. We could, we, I was going to say, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll have to lock on my chest, though. Um, you know, you can never be too careful when dead meat's around. You can't um, trust the snockers with the chest. Absolutely not. <laughs> but, but I got my ECM <laughs> ticket, so that's sorted. Um, Excellent. I'm bunking with my uh, my old mate, uh, Commander El Masri. Um, so that'll be that'll be good. Um, and have we have we tapped him up for a, 
an ECMB yet. No, no. For those who don't know, Commander El Masri is obviously the uh, brewmeister extraordinaire. Um, I don't know if he's got anything planned. Um, I hope so, because after last year's uh, Pineapple Spectacular... That was amazing. That was amazing. Um, it's not, as always, it started as a joke. Could, could you make, could you make a pineapple beer? <laughs> yes, for our uh, for our pizza chef who From believes. The Mist. Well, it, he, again, that was car park bar. That so, was car park bar. Yeah, nobody for, told uh, me about the car park bar. <laughs> well, that was for Mister Riverboat because, of course, Mister Riverboat as a uh, as as a manager of a uh, Pizza Express who are very traditional and don't put pineapple on pizza. We have to find every excuse to throw pineapple at him. Um, so Debney came up with the idea of a uh, a pineapple based uh, beverage, and um, uh, El Masri delivered in quite spectacular and I have to say delicious nice. fashion. It yeah. was surprising. I, I wasn't expecting it to even taste nice. It was more just the gag, and then when he brought it, it was like this is great. It was very very and good. It, just on, as, on an aside, <laughs> Brewdog make a pineapple cider. Mm. Which are they sold out of? So Things obviously I quite nice. Did not know that I now need to try. Indeed, yes. <laughs> it was it was delicious. It was it shouldn't have been, and it didn't taste like an alcohol pop either. It's just like a really nice. Um, I can't remember what type. He's very specific about his uh, different uh, different. Yeah, type I, won't, I won't risk it, but yeah, it it, it, it was. You could taste the pineapple, but it, mm. it wasn't. The no. pineapple didn't overpower the drink. Yes. It was a nice drink as well. It yeah. didn't taste like alcoholic pineapple juice, let's put it like that. So, yes, definitely uh, definitely worth a try. It was definitely the right amount of hint of pineapple. Um, yes. Mm, sounds uh, nice. Yeah, but I'm really looking forward to it. As I said earlier, that's my first ECM was at that venue, and it was so, so good. And, um, yeah, it was... I'm, I'm just really, really excited about it. And looking forward to seeing everybody again, and, uh, and that is very exciting. Um, and apart from that, I have got a uh, work trip planned coming up soon. Um, so I've been sort of getting ready for that. I'm uh, going to be away for a few days. I bought a new um, account. I bought another commander in the uh, sale the other day. I'm going to do what you've done. I'm going to play exclusively on foot. Um, that is so fun. Yeah. I, I think there's something to be... That's that's proper role play, isn't it? That's proper, that's proper visceral RPG on the ground. So um, <laughs> Just just one tip that I found... Um, if you use the sort of, you know, there's there's a function on the menu now, the rescue to a safe location, mm-hmm. that will always put you back in a ship. Oh, okay. So what I found was, I, I, I'm pretty sure I, I sold, I managed to sell my ship mm. as an on foot commander. Mm. But if you rescue yourself, the ship it puts you in, you then can't sell. Oh, okay. So I do own a ship, I just don't use it. But, um, oh, right. You just yeah, can't know what's to buy it. Yeah, the, avoid, the avoid using that rescue option unless you're absolutely stuck. Got it. No but yeah, I, I I saved the game. I was called away, for, so I turned the game off while I was in a taxi. And it, and then it, I'm in Odyssey, and it says, please use a version that will allow you to be on foot. Oh. So I, I am using the version that allows me to be on foot. <laughs> but yes, I, the, only, the way, only way out was uh, was the rescue. So um, I guess that caught me out. But yes, it's so relaxing. Just doing everything in taxes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Get get flown all over the place. Elite is a great game where you can do other things while playing. Um, that's one of the yeah. things I rather love about it. Um, but no, apart from that, just the usual busy, 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 busy. Not enough time, but uh, nice to be back on the buttons. Um, virtually seamless, almost. Um, but uh, yeah, all good fun and lovely to be uh, lovely to be back in conversation with you all. So I shall just say for the mug. And I should just say to anyone listening to the recording, this is how it went.
<laughs> and uh, Amelia. Hi, Flossie. Hi, how have you been doing? Well, um, wow. It's been a roller coaster of a few weeks. I've been trying to set up um, streaming, stuff like that. So I've got myself a stream deck, yeah. that two-button stream deck. I've got myself a new mic, uh, which is one of those ones on an arm that's got a, a pop screen or whatever they call them. Oh. Um, <clears throat> I've been checking out OBS. I brought. I, I managed to take a trip down to my mother's place and pick up my solid pine desk which it got given to me when i was 10 years old oh nice so i brought that back home and over the next week or two i'm going to be setting up a place to stream which is mm -hmm. going to be fun oh well good luck for that <laughs> i'm gonna need it <laughs> but yeah i mean busy busy not, mm. not really had much chance to game uh, oh. i've been gutting out the house of 15 years of hoarding stuff so. Something, something I should be doing, but I never quite get round to it. <laughs> so my time has been spent mostly doing that, uh, in between small bouts of playing World of Warcraft, obviously. Mm, I have um, seen you on there a few times, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of excited about this this coming update with the with the cross-faction mm. guilds and stuff, because yes. it means I'll be able to put all my characters in one place. What do they do about language, though? Because we speak different languages, don't we? <laughs> well, um, I think it's going to be like, you know how you can group with Alliance? Uh, sorry, I'm Horde, so... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... Um, I'm a bit of boss. <laughs> so, um, you know, sometimes you end up grouping with an, with an alliance for some dungeon or something where, you know, if you know them, they're your friend and they're on the alliance character and yeah. you group up with them, you can still do stuff together. But the the party chat is just standard. It's not in the, the language. It doesn't have the language oh, barrier. Right. So uh, I think it's going to be the same in guild chat. But if you meet up in the actual world, you yeah. end up having the language barrier. Unless you get that potion that you can get from Dalaran, which allows oh, you to comprehend. That one. Oh, right. Mm. Okay, so there's there's a potion in Dalaran. I think it's Northrend Dalaran, old Dalaran. Yeah, the original. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I apart from the one before. <laughs> and you get it from that little um, trinket shop, the one that sells all the stuff for a mage, like um, new... Uh, hex formation, not hex, um, polymorph variants oh, and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. They used, used to do the uh, the things for the teleports before they stopped using yes. them. Yeah, I know yeah. what you mean. That shop, they sell potions yeah. and it allows you an hour of being able to understand oh, the opposite faction. <laughs> mm, <laughs> it's very, very utilised on an RP server. Like the, <laughs> I'm on an RP server, so everyone yeah. uses it a lot. <laughs> really? But yeah, anyway, um, I'll be getting back into Elite Dangerous and hopefully streaming some of that, which would be yeah. fun. And maybe get some truckers to play uh, a pen and paper RPG and streaming that if they're up for it. That might be mm. fun. I mean, no, not me. Oh, what dead meat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, RPG shall be up. You up for a game of Traveller? Yeah, always. Nice. I'll, I'll drop bombs on my teammates. <laughs> like you did before. <laughs> we never did get back to that game. You uh, just and... just for, the, for the listener, it, it was only an EMP. I wasn't killing my teammates. <laughs> I just kind of... 
Yeah, but your teammates have augmentations. Yeah, yeah, cybernetic augmentations. Your team had were cram packed full of cybernetics, and you detonated an EMP grenade. What did you think was going to happen? Uh, well, if the guy who we thought was a traitor was a traitor, that would have killed him, but he wasn't, <laughs> so he didn't. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah. Calculated uh, risk. It was a calculated risk. Calculated risk. <laughs> um, so, yeah, maybe revisiting, um, you know, RPGs, not just Traveller, though, going to be doing others as well, like a mm -hmm. classic D&D... Paranoia. Well, actually, I've got all the paranoia books, so I could do some I paranoia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, which paranoia, though? The old paranoia or the new paranoia? Well, I've played the old one, so, but I'm happy to do the new one. Well, the new one is less cards, so it's actually easier to do on a stream. Yeah, that works. Right. It, it, was him. it was him, computer. It was him. <laughs> I heard him. He said that. Yeah. You didn't call it friend, computer. It's friend computer. You you could end up dying for that. I've got clones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, other than all of that, uh, I'm just going to say for the mug. All right, thank you for the mug. And I think that brings us to the end of our green room. Goodbye, green room. Bye, <laughs> green room. Thank you, green room. Yeah. Oh, never got Ah, well, that was fun. Yeah. Was. So, is it klaxon time? I don't have a klaxon. Ah. Uh, you don't need the klaxon. Please go voice <laughs> <laughs> Shall I just do it? Are we all ready then? Let me turn my headset down. <laughs> Brace yourself. <laughs> I'm safe I'm if ready. no one else is. For the mug! What? Hey, what? For the mug. <laughs> For the mug. For the mug. For the mug. This is where you cue the credits. <laughs> Go too small. The profit margins never really mattered at all. We're gonna take the cargo where it's needed today. Super cruising all across the Milky Way. We'll take anything, anytime, anywhere. Loading up the teenagers to the brim with grass. Follow the map, follow the map. Yeah, you know just where we're coming from. Follow the map, follow the map. Now everybody sing the hot and trucker song. To the sun, Swivel likes the pilot on the Xbox One. Alvin at the front, you know he leads as well. Trucking across the galaxy, now everybody yells. Follow the map, follow the map. Yeah, you know just where we're coming from. Follow the map, follow the map. Now everybody sing the hut and trucker song. Sing the hot and truck a song. 
Chicago where it's needed today. Super cruising all across the Milky Way. We'll take anything, anytime, anywhere. So shout it out loud like you don't even care. Father Buck, Father Buck. Yeah, you know just where I'm coming from. Father Buck, Father Buck. Now everybody sing the hot trucker song. Ladies and gentlemen, we're very sorry, but that's the end of the show. Everyone's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off too?